0: Sometimes the Kenan and Kel theme song just instantly pops, pops into just my pops head. into your head? Yeah, is yeah, that right just, there? Is that normal. next on
1: the playlist after uh, after the day I beat Shaq? Yeah. You just uh, you exactly. go right from.
0: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know.
1: <laughs> oh.
0: um, so, yeah. So, hello, everybody.
1: Hello, welcome, Internet.
0: Welcome to the Say Report. It's not the Say Report. Welcome to Say Report Junior. Junior. Oh, my God.
1: Uh, DJ Jernson wants to have a talk with you about
0: this. (laughs) This is the Say Report Jr. I am one of your hosts, Dale Decker.
1: (laughs) And I'm the other host, Zach (laughs) Saroic.
0: Listen, this has been a great night already, all right?
1: We've had some technical
0: difficulties. So if I can't speak right, that is why it is also probably because it is very warm.
1: Oh, see, I'm sitting here in the (laughs) thunderstorms and rain. It's nice over here.
0: We had thunderstorms this morning. Um, Uh, So that was fun. fun.
1: But it's Rhode Island, so then it got up to 80 degrees, and now it feels like you're living in a swamp. That's
0: true. Yes, this is true. Um, But yeah, so... I feel like there's been stuff going. I kind of wanted to just get right into it since we We've, are, we, we have, both
1: seem to have done a bunch in we, a week. We, we both seem really to have done did. a ton of stuff. So, um,
0: yeah, we really did. Like, I'm impressed. I'm not really <laughs> that. That just gave us really not a lot of credit. <laughs> that was rude.
1: I'm impressed. Well, not really, because it's not like we not like we saved anybody's <laughs> lives. We didn't pull anyone out of a cave. Yeah, we no. didn't make a We didn't make a submarine nobody used. No, of course so.
0: not. Oh my god. So. <laughs> But yeah, um, why don't we start with you?
1: Okay, so uh, let's see, whole bunch of stuff the last week. The biggest. Let's let's start with the small stuff. Uh, I watched the original Purge okay. film, not the yeah. first Purge, the original yeah. Purge. Yeah,
0: confusing names
1: uh, are e- us. Ethan Hawke, Ethan H- Hawk, Lena Headey vehicle. That uh, which I was like surprised how much I liked it after, like, so many years of kind of hearing that, especially now with. Three sequels, that that was kind of the weaker one. I actually really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it start to finish. I had heard bits and pieces of the plot before, so I kind of knew what was gonna happen. But I like, I I really, I don't know. I don't know why. I, I guess I don't know what I was expecting when I went into it, and so I was pleasantly surprised.
0: Which that that is the best way to go into the Purge movies. I feel because I was in that same boat when I first saw it, because I was like, I don't like scary movies. This looks terrifying. But I'm going to (laughs) see it because I'm on because when that movie came out, I was on an Ethan Hawke kick, much like the rest of the world, because Ethan Hawke was in a movie.
1: Um, (laughs) And we all remembered that Ethan Hawke existed for five minutes again. (laughs) Well, because
0: it was it was around that time, if I'm remembering correctly, it was around that time. I think Boyhood was in the talks or being made or I don't remember. Boy, yeah, we were right in between. I don't remember the year exactly of Boyhood. Yeah, we were right um, in
1: between the Before Sunrise yep. and Boyhood kind of thing. So, like, he was back on his link letter. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so, and to get ready for Before Sunrise, we, Devin had shown me the other two Before movies, and I was like, these movies are beautiful. And it, it got me on, oh, like on the Ethan Hawke trip <laughs> i was really
1: waiting to be like oh it starts with the b what's the b word gonna be is it gonna be boring or brilliant or be- <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh wow i didn't even notice <laughs> that gone,
1: could have gone anyway <laughs> on the edge That's of my
0: very seat true. <laughs> um but yeah no i totally I, I totally get those feelings and just like you loved it so much fun yeah
1: and i was like surprised at how much they really just like ham. like it was nail on the head like just in your face about like oh this is a family with like super white privilege and they're super rich and yes it's a black guy that they let into the house and that's like a big thing that it's a black homeless guy and he's like the only black character in the movie and then it's like these prep school white kids that come in and are like torturing them and all this stuff and i'm like man i can actually see exactly why this didn't work in 2013 mm-hmm. because it's a year after obama is reelected and not 4 years later when like this shit is like at the top of everything. Yeah. I think that was the other part to it. It's like you rewatch that movie now or watch it for the first time and it's like a completely different atmosphere around it. Okay. I think when that I think when it first came out people looked at it and went, "Oh, that's an exaggerated stupid bullshit story. That'll never happen." And now it's like, "Oh, that's tomorrow."
0: <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. I yeah, mean, and now
1: and... and now I'm even more scared. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, like that's the thing. That's the scary thing about the purge movies. I mean, so you've only watched the first one? The original one? I've only watched the first one. Okay. It's scary how it escalates. And how quickly it escalates. And it just... it, Because, uh, I don't know. I, I first watched Purge and um, The Purge. And I did not know... I did not see any sequels coming out of it. Um, I hoped there would be sequels. Because I loved the world that they built. And... It, it, like, instantly grabbed me, but I didn't even have that mindset of, oh, my God, like, this is terrible. Like, this is a terrible situation, and, like, I just – my mind didn't go there for – I don't know. Probably that's probably not great that my mind didn't go there, but it didn't. Well, again, I I was mean, just like...
1: depending on when you depending on when you watched it, like, and I really think exactly. it is depending on what year. In the last four years, if you watched it in the first two of those years, mm-hmm. it's very different than the last two years to watch that movie. I exactly. think.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So I think, yeah, and it's like I said, it's scary how the escalation occurs in in these next ones, and then the first purge the one the newest one that just came out i'm going to call it purge island
1: okay the, just so we stop confusing them
0: because that's what it was going to be called <laughs> but for for you know sake of being you know whatever uh purge island <laughs> the newest one it's it's even crazier because it is a prequel like it's about the first time that they did the purge and it's just like oh man like, I didn't even know, didn't even know any of this when I was watching Purge. And it's, it's fucking scary.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I like, like, I mean, it's, it's, it's perfect. Cause I mean, the four movies are basically four different stories, right? Like there's no characters crossing over from one to the next. Is um, there? No. That so we kind of know about? No. Anarchy, so I, I...
0: no, no, no. So anarchy and election year which is the second and third film, right. do have crossover.
1: They do. Yep. Okay. So the
0: stranger, quote-unquote, the stranger, the the man who is getting hunted in right. the first movie, Right. he shows up, I don't remember his name, in the, in the, I don't remember anybody's names in these movies. Well, just that's because, them I mean, as characters, it's,
1: and that's not a problem. Like they're structured yeah. that way. Cause yeah, exactly. most of them don't have names. The It's the family and yep. the boyfriend are the only ones with names really in the yeah. first
0: movie. <laughs> yeah. He's, he is referred to as the stranger. Right. Um, so there you go. But he shows up. In the second movie, in the third movie, I don't know if you want me to like tell you because you seem like you're going to be going into. I will eventually.
1: I will eventually watch them. Yeah. So not super. Nothing super spoilery. I was just curious because okay. like, yeah, he this, shows this, up. The franchise seems built for yeah. like kind of separate story mm-hmm. escalation stuff. Mm-hmm. Like they don't need to seem to have those crossover characters
0: yeah. as it's, much. It's yeah. really cool when you realize it's him in the second movie, and then even more so in the third movie, and then you have. Um, What's his name? Frank Grillo, who shows up in both of... It's really weird that the two middle middle children of the Purge mm-hmm. series are the ones that cross over. And it's like, okay. we. it seems like they wanted to put all this stuff into one movie, and they were like, no, we're going to make it two, because we need I, to. Because yeah, we need I to bet fl- you... flush out this world, because it's amazing. Yeah.
1: I think it blew up. I think it blew up in a way they weren't expecting. Like even with whatever you know, quote unquote, poor reception the first one got. Obviously, it it got them enough attention to make sequels, and by all accounts, like Anarchy just ramps everything up from what you hear. And so, like, I am not surprised that they just went, "Oh my God, we have a thing on our hands." We weren't expecting to have. Yeah, and And, um, yeah.
0: And again, like me, from minute one, right? We were watching the Devin and I were watching those movies, right? And the second movie I was excited about because I'm like, cool, first movie we got to see what happens inside of a home. Second movie, you've seen the trailers probably. Yes. It's, oh, now we're getting to see more of the world. I'm like, cool, I'm good. I'm good with these two movies being this. And then I hear that there's a third one coming out and I'm like, oh, my God, I never, never, never expected this to be made like this. It continued. It's getting a 10, 10 episode like mini TV show on yeah. USA. Like, in the the reason why I never really thought it is like it brings up some shit that could. I don't think it. People say that the purge is going to happen in real world. I I don't think it will. <laughs>
1: I don't think it will. But it's the it's... fact that it could.
0: So the fact <laughs> that it could is scary enough. But right. and the the similarities to the real world are very terrifying. They
1: they really leaned into um, like the the like we are just one bad decision away yeah. kind of thing. Exactly,
0: exactly. Um, but yeah.
1: <laughs> no, and that's great. I mean, like, I, and especially like. Yeah, you're right, where it starts off in the home and then expands into, like, what actually happens out in the streets. And then election year, it, like, how how the government deals with it and how mm-hmm. people actually running the Purge deal with it. Yeah. And then to take the go back to the first Purge and be like, now that you would have all of that background of what happens during the Purge, here's what it looked like when it started, mm-hmm. which was also horrific. Uh,
0: <laughs> I, now I can't wait for you to see the first Purge. Mm. like Or Purge Island. I, I just broke dialogue. my own rule. You um, did. I did. But I can't wait for you to see it now. Like, I, Don't watch any trailers. Do not watch it. No. Go in blind, no, I saw, Zach. I,
1: I saw like, I saw one whenever their original teaser trailer come out. I'm at. I'm at a point in my life now where I don't watch anything past a teaser trailer. Oh, good, okay. Like good, I, I know good. most of the time when I want to see a movie anyway, so I'll watch a teaser trailer just to kind of ramp up that little bit of excitement. But like I don't need to see anything more than that. Good. I don't need to see more than two I don't need to see another trailer for, for Winnie the Pooh for Christopher Robin. I'm gonna go <laughs> see that and ball my eyes out. Right? I don't need to know more. Oh my <laughs>
0: god. I balled I cried during the trailer. Oh my Are you god,
1: me? I did too. Oh
0: <laughs> I, well, that that being said, I cry a lot at things. Like I I think I mentioned this. I heard the theme music for How to Train Your Dragon and uh-huh. knew that there was a How to Train Your Dragon Three coming out, and instantly started crying in the theater. Could not control it. It was just I was so happy.
1: <laughs> I still distinctly it remember out. it. I still distinctly remember it, and this is perfect because this will get me onto the the next thing I did this weekend. Good. I still distinctly <laughs> remember when I watched, um, when I watched Jurassic World. The, the the not I was about to say the original, whatever, the fourth one <laughs> in the series. The last one. The first we know one. know what Chris Jurassic
0: World, World is. <laughs> well, because I, I feel because like the I've at movie's this point, called Jurassic World. It's very confusing.
1: Yeah, I was like the thing is that like I I think at this point, even now, I still shorten Fallen Kingdom down to just Jurassic World again, like because nobody cared enough. Yeah, <laughs> like, at least Lost World had the decency to put the subtitle first and then call it Jurassic Park. Yeah. Anyway. So I distinctly remember when I first saw Jurassic World in theaters as much as like the movie was – because at that point, a lot of the stuff that annoyed me about that movie had not happened yet. And so like that first shot where they get to the park and it just goes over the park and they play the theme song. I choked up a little bit. Yep. I'm not even a huge Jurassic Park fan, but like that nostalgia can hit you like nothing. Oh, yeah. When uh, the when the new Muppet movie came out and they sang Rainbow Connection, I cried like a baby oh. in the theater when that happened. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's, <laughs> it's like, it's, things can just set it up. And yeah, I, I did yeah. not expect it.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So... So that being said, I also saw Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom this weekend. Yay, uh, but not in yay because in seem a grand, upset. <laughs> oh, I'm back and forth on it. In a grand, in a grand adventure to El Paso, I don't know if I, I, I think I talked about this a little bit last last time when I talked about trying to get home from, um, the Mister Rogers documentary. How it took yep. me like an extra hour because of all the construction. Yep, it yep. Got, it got me again. Oh, uh, no. because, oh my god, I was trying to come home, and I got filtered onto the wrong direction on I-10. Oh. So I'm going east instead of west, and I'm like, oh, that's fine. I'll just get off at the next exit and come around. I get off the exit, and the, the west e- entrance is blocked on me. And I had to go back, basically go all the way back to the movie theater and try again. It was,
0: uh. <laughs> so it was like a video game. I
1: might still be trapped <laughs> in El Paso for oh all I know. God. I might be living a dream. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is a own personal twilight zone. But episode. this is exactly
1: but this is exactly why I saw two movies that day because I was like, I know I'm going to spend more time driving than seeing movies. I should at least get two <laughs> movies out of this. Smart. Um, so I saw Jurassic World before that though. Saw Ant-Man and the Wasp. Woo! E- excellent, right on the same level as Ant-Man. Hmm. Oh, like yeah. That perfect, like, palette cleanser of, like, here's all of the heavy stuff going on around you. And then here's Ant-Man, which seems like a seemingly side movie to everything else going on. Yep. And it's just a nice little fun adventure film. Oh, yeah. I,
0: I loved every second of it. My, my mom loved every second of it. Um Like, it, that's good. <laughs> when a superhero, mm. like, film gets her into it, like, into it, that's good. You're a good movie. Yeah, that's... Um,
1: The Ant-Man films, I think, really personify that idea of, like, Marvel's whole kind of ethos of these are human beings dealing with these problems. And I think that that Paul Rudd is, like, a perfect casting to have as Ant-Man and be like, uh, Scott Lang is just, like, if anybody is going to personify, like, the everyman in the whole Avengers MCU stuff, I think that Scott Lang Mm -hmm. is, like, the guy. Mm -hmm. And Paul Rudd was like, the perfect person to put into that. I agree. Yeah,
0: totally. um. It was just so good. I am a little upset with the credits. The I knew it was going to happen. I, okay, but here's the thing: everybody <laughs> knew it was going to happen. Everybody. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you didn't see it coming or you didn't know it was going to happen, good for you because you got to feel something in that moment, and other people did too. Like I felt nothing. Except yeah, I was like, oh, okay, so, so everything.
1: It wasn't even disappointment. It, it was just like, kind of like, oh, okay, so exactly what every comic book nerd that came out of Infinity War told everyone was going to happen. Exactly. Happen.
0: So <laughs> I, so it starts right, and it's getting to a point where I'm like, it's gonna happen. Something's, it's gonna happen now. It's gonna happen soon. If it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. So I like grabbed Devin's hand and was like, I need you because I, it's gonna. It, I know, like these movies are pretty good. Even the Ant Man movies are pretty good at like pulling the heartstrings and pulling the emotion out right. of it so I'm like it's gonna be it's gonna be so painful to watch like I can't do this um which is crazy it's a movie calm down <laughs> um but it, I, I just love I love Paul Rudd and I love Ant-Man so it's it you know the connection was there um so I like grabbed Evan's hand and I'm like I'm not ready I'm like oh god he's going in oh god oh no okay so and then and then it just happens and I'm like and, it, and they don't
1: show, and they don't show it happen. I think that was a thing. Yeah, here's, here's my like... here's my feeling on it. I don't know if I would have been, I don't know if I would have felt better having that scene be more dramatic and to pull at the heartstrings and see that happen, mm. because the movie, like, very specifically, this movie came out after Infinity War. Like, they very oh, yeah, much they, they were going to need people to to have like a come down from that. Mm. And so I feel like to have that kind of like feel good come down movie and then to end it on another just like another scene to remind you of the last half hour of well, Infinity War probably great. would have been probably would have been like a little much. Like I could I could see a lot of people being like, man, I was really loving it until that really bummer ending yeah. that didn't came out of nowhere. <laughs> like, yeah,
0: like, I mean it worked. So, like it does work. I just I wish, I, and I feel like it, I it. feel I like a that. jerk saying this, but it shouldn't have been those three like it shouldn't have been by the way we didn't say it spoilers oh, <laughs> we've already yeah. spoiled the fucking movie but anyways well,
1: we already sh- talked about the fact that we already know the end credits exactly, everybody already knows exactly. that end credits.
0: <laughs> um but it it should i feel bad saying should have but they're fictional characters so i can but it should have <laughs> been scott and hank those are the people who who fade
1: Right, right, right.
0: That's who. Yes. In that moment, that is very true. Those yes. are the people who fade. I'm sorry, but it's just—it's such a better impact. In well, the especially world. because that
1: that movie is so <laughs> that movie is so good. Like the the whole Ant Man and the Wasp is so good at like reminding you. By the way, the Wasp is so much better than Ant Man mm. because she's so much more well trained, and then yeah. to just take her away again at the end of the exactly. movie.
0: Also, they yeah. never. They, I realized this. My mom asked, and they were like i think it was my mom who asked she was like do they ever call her the wasp and no oh, no. no they no. don't it's true just, you true just origin film fat
1: <laughs> in true in true origin film fashion they just never say the name mm-hmm. it, uh, just, it just
0: adds to the the this slew of confusing tight confusion confusing titles of, of yeah. movies of late but anyways uh, so <laughs> we we're gonna talk about jurassic world
1: yeah so that was ant-man very good. Uh, last thing, actually, I want to say on Ant-Man is I think the one scene that that like completely um, explains the entire like relationship between those two is when that during the car chase when she gets she does the SUV fight, which is so brilliantly choreographed, and then they cut to Scott and he just kicks a truck because yep. he's gigantic. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: Oh man.
0: I, I have one more <laughs> thing on that too. Sorry. <laughs> The scene where Scott becomes, um, oh, what oh, I can't like, think of her name, toddler sized. No, 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 the- no, that was <laughs> that was really creepy, um, and fantastic. <laughs> no, he becomes, um, Hope's mom. Oh,
1: oh, yes, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer,
0: yeah, I can't, yeah. Why can't I can't think of her name. It's something with an L. Oh, my god, Lisa, no, Lindsay, I, oh.
1: are you about the part, the part where he is possessed by her? Yes! The part where he was, yeah, okay, yes. <laughs> yes.
0: He he, become like she physically becomes Scott Lang in like this weird way, and it's just it, brilliant. It's so it's good.
1: So, it's brilliantly acted. I could yes. not believe Paul Rudd pulled that off because it does not. It this is, is not over the top. It would have <laughs> yeah, been no. so easy. It would have been so easy for them to do the like, the, oh my god, I'm a man now scene, and they didn't do that. She's just like she comes in, just like okay, this is this was the plan. Yeah. I stuck my my consciousness in Scott, and so now I'm Scott, and mm-hmm. Scott is just. There he oh, is. Yeah.
0: It was like I need to get down to business. I have I do not have the time to yeah. to freak out that I now have a penis. Like, yeah.
1: That's Oh man, it's so well written. It's, yeah. <laughs> it was, and I uh, Oh.
0: That's my, I think that was my favorite scene of the movie, I got to be it, honest. But,
1: very good scene. Yeah. Uh, okay, so then to go from that well-written masterpiece to <laughs> Fall Kingdom. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I, mean, I don't know. Yeah. I still don't know how I feel. I still don't know how I feel about Fallen Kingdom. I just – so one of the things I did after I watched Fallen Kingdom is over the last week or so I've rewatched also Lost World and Jurassic Park 3 because it had been a while since I'd watched any Jurassic Park film whatsoever, and I had some thoughts and I wanted to compare them all. So um, Jurassic, uh, Jurassic World, very much a remake of Jurassic Park. Very Like in the same way that Force Awakens is a is like a remake of New Hope mm-hmm. like a lot of the same kind of beats same kind of basic concept and Fallen Kingdom almost like a remake of Lost World only what they do is that in Lost World they spend two thirds of the movie on the island and then the last like half hour of it is the T-Rex in San Diego And then in Fallen Kingdom, it's 20 minutes on the island and then the rest of it at the house afterwards. Like they kind of flipped it that way, but still very much on the same kind of idea of oh, we just want to get these things off the island and sell them, which is like the same basic plot to Lost World, which is we want to get them off the island and reopen Jurassic Park in San Diego because we think that will go better.
0: (laughs) So I'm trying to remember because I've only seen two of the original Jurassic Park films. Is Lost World where Jeff Goldblum's character has the daughter?
1: Yes, where he randomly has a daughter yeah, who would have okay. been alive during the events of Jurassic Park and who is never mentioned in okay. Jurassic Park. So so that's yep.
0: those are the so I've seen Jurassic Park and I've seen that one. I've seen Lost World. I haven't okay. is Lost World sure. the third one or is that the second? No, one? Lost
1: World's the Lost World is the second. Um, and they also like got Michael Crichton to write a novel to tie into it, even though it's completely changed from wh- however the book originally ends that oh, okay. Michael Crichton wrote. Yeah, it's all, all right. it's crazy. Cool. So- but not actually, I, and I've seen that one probably more than any other because it used to play on like USA and sci-fi all the time. Like every Sunday afternoon, Lost World would somehow. be on for whatever reason. <laughs> well, and I, while well, I was thinking about that, it's because Jurassic Park is a classic and Lost World is not like jurassic park is such a classic film that if you're gonna put jurassic park on you're gonna make an event out of it oh yeah but lost world nobody cares <laughs> <laughs> we can put that thing on at any time of day in every day and get it for cheap and put throw it on and nobody's gonna give a crap so we can just fill time with it so like because i feel like the same way about like jaws like i feel like you're not gonna put jaws on on a regular basis but i bet you jaws 3d or jaws the revenge has been on tv more often than jaws yeah. have- like, Jaws
0: the Revenge definitely I love Jaws the Revenge <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get so, track, though. so
1: so Fallen King- back to Fallen Kingdom itself I, I, I don't I don't know how I feel about it I just don't like there was like only a handful of scenes I remember going yeah I really like that yeah. and the rest of it just kind of happened and there was not much that upset me the way that Jurassic World did mm. like there were scenes in Jurassic World that made me mad and most of them were between Bryce Dallas Howard and Chris Pratt because their entire <laughs> relationship is so forced she's that every awful.
0: I feel bad no, she's, she's awful fine. like <laughs> I, I don't like and I don't know if it's Bryce Dallas Howard or if I don't like the character of Claire I think it's the,
1: think it's the character because like, the character doesn't seem to do much
0: Oh, she's, she's just so <clears throat> an, ugh, I don't know annoying Like, I feel, uh, <laughs> she's annoying she annoys me
1: <laughs> that's fine that's fine, cause I mean, like, I'm still like struggling to figure out, like, her purpose was to get Chris Pratt on that island, right? Like, I'm trying yeah. to remember exactly what other purpose she had in that movie. Oh
0: yeah, movie. no, <laughs> like, definitely, and to try and save the dinosaurs.
1: Well, again, quote unquote, try, <laughs> try and save and the save dinosaurs. The, exactly. What they were doing was we need you to get Chris Pratt on the island because Chris Pratt knows how to save the dinosaurs. Yeah, she was being a your, pawn.
0: <laughs> yeah, and also
1: your Wonder Twins that don't have a background story. Oh God, hey! those two. Hey. <laughs> Franklin and Ru- Franklin and Zia. I'm sorry, I there was no purpose this. to those characters.
0: I okay. I will agree to you that there was no purpose other than to have these other characters, in the movie. other yeah. characters who can be the fallback, whatever. But I really loved them, and I and I. I don't care that I really love them because no, I No, that's fine. I, I, I,
1: liked, I liked a lot of the scenes with them, and I liked what they were doing. I just felt like, you know, here it is. Here's what it is. It feels like there's 20 minutes missing from the beginning of this movie. It feels like yeah. they went, here's the setup. <laughs> and so that in 15 minutes, you've introduced all – your your two new characters. You've reintroduced your, your um, main characters from the last movie, and now here they are going to the island. And it's like they didn't take enough time to really set up – I, I mean, again, like it was the, the relationship was yeah. forced, like the relationship between Bryce Dallas Howard and Chris Pratt is forced. And oh, so always. it's just like, oh, by the way, like every other movie, they broke it up in between this and now they're mad at each other. Mm-hmm. You don't need to know anything else. There they are. And he does takes no effort whatsoever to get him back onto it, to get to go back onto the island. And yeah. then it's like, here's these two characters who you get like one line that explains who they are. And then they're just there to go to this island.
0: Yeah, it's it's very simple screenwriting. Yeah. Um, and then
1: like like that whole the whole sequence on the island like as kind of cool as it is it also feels like it was the end of a bigger like it felt like that was the end of the movie at the beginning like that whole sequence to me felt like they were like here's a bunch of payoff to a bunch of things that never happened like the like the fact that Franklin keeps keeps talking about the T-Rex yeah and here oh I'm so worried about the T-Rex that's like well we already saw the T-Rex at like literally in the first scene of the movie so this him running around saying that doesn't it's not going to be like a stretch- huge reveal that the T Rex is back. Yeah. <laughs> like...
0: That's true, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I, I during it, I felt. I don't know. I liked it because I liked dinosaurs and I really liked Franklin and Zia. And I thought. It was kind of like the Rose thing. I wish there was more with them, but I still loved them as right. characters. Um. But yeah, I, like, afterwards. Again, I did not know how to feel. I was like, that was a movie. It in it entertained me. There was some stuff that was stupid, um, but it exists, and I might watch it again.
1: <laughs> it it was like, like the, again. It was like a movie that seemed like it was perfectly made to be played on a Sunday afternoon. Yeah. On on USA. Yeah. Like that's it all says it was. Background noise. It, right.
0: It's also which I didn't get to. I was gonna tell you I didn't get to watch. Uh, sit down and watch. Last Jedi again.
1: Uh, that's okay. Um,
0: but I want to, because again, you did make a valid point um, <laughs> when discussing that. But it it brings up that, at least for me, where it's like, there are a lot of scenes in Falling Kingdom that, just like in Last Jedi, where if I could just watch those scenes, I would be fine with it. Um, but... Then again, it's like, then what's the point? (laughs) Right. You know? Like, I, the, the, it's really the ending portion of it when they are in the home, in the house. Like, there's, there's scenes in that that are so, so cool.
1: Yeah. I like that concept. Like, I like that idea and that concept. And it just felt like they, they, they threw together this, what was essentially like a very truncated version of Lost World at Mm. the beginning to get you back to the house. Yeah. Like that was, what they did when I feel like there was probably some way they could, I don't know, maybe it's because they wanted the big set piece, but they probably could have figured out a way to get everybody to the house without ever having the island sequence at the beginning. And then you have more time to introduce your characters Good. or something yeah, that's like this, let's get like, cause that, cause yes, everything that happens at the house is like that, that stuff I thought was interesting and you could get more out of. Like, mm-hmm. I really liked that, that concept, at least, if not everything that happens. And like, I and like girl. Like, but. All,
0: <laughs> like all the stuff with blue, I loved. Right, all of that yeah. was so good. Like, like, I I like that. That's the reason why Chris Pratt really goes back is that it is because it's blue. Like, it means something. Cause yeah, he did raise her. Like, so he is gonna have that connection and is gonna want it. He's a good dude. Like, <laughs> he yeah. knows that. You know. It's his little baby, and he doesn't want her to die. But you know that. Also, that scene was painful. Like I, I cried during that. Which, when which one? The, when
1: he when when Blue leaves or the surgery?
0: The no no no. It, or when all the dinosaurs are dying. Like when you oh. know like, and they're watching the Brachiosaurus just blow up. Oh God! Up. Yes. Like that was painful.
1: Yeah. Again, great, great set piece. Great set great, piece. Great, great set piece. But a like, very I...
0: strange way to get there. Yeah, I get. Yeah.
1: You yeah
0: but uh, my yeah the the best part of that I would watch all of the blue scenes again <laughs> and and the scene at the end where the scary dinosaur, the new crazy, freaky thing, yeah is is like I'm a super smart, scary being, and I'm gonna eat this guy who's in that, front was of it. it's that was so great that was you... <laughs> <laughs> it, like faked <clears throat> being uh, being knocked out. Yeah. Oh, that
1: was so good. Yeah. So so about that dinosaur, because now, okay, now I'm going to get into this. So uh, B.D. Wong, the the, the doctor Mm -hmm. that creates it. So why is my (laughs) question? Why did you do that? So here's the thing. Money? I don't know. Because he's in, in, you know, original Jurassic Park. He's the doctor, that John Hammond's lead scientist that creates the things. Mm -hmm. Great. Obviously, going – too far, Like that's the whole point of Jurassic Park, obviously exactly. taking science too far, but doing it because he likes science and because he thinks it would be cool to bring dinosaurs back. Then he comes back in Jurassic World and he is fighting with the guy that owns the park about the fact that they are going too far and that they have made him create the Indominus Rex because <laughs> they wanted a bigger, cooler dinosaur. And that's one of the scenes I love from from the from, – oh I won't the original again – from Jurassic <laughs> World. Yes. I'm just going to say Jurassic World for the first one and Fallen Kingdom for the second. Good, um, perfect. What I, think is one of the, what I think is one of the best scenes in Jurassic World is when B.D. Wong and the guy that owned the park are fighting about that because it's, it's like one of the purest like real science fiction-y kind of conversations they have yep. where it's like you just want bigger, scarier dinosaurs to sell things. I even screwed these things up so genetically they don't have the feathers they're supposed to have. Like He even managed to get in real science about dinosaurs into yep. that scene. And then in this movie, it's just oh no! I decided I want money, and I made a bigger, bigger, batter dinosaur for no reason. Yep. That's, why I
0: decided, I decided I'm going to weaponize these things. Yeah, like like, like what, that's. Like in what, what the universe
1: does thing... your character do that?
0: That's <laughs> that's the craziest thing about *Fallen Kingdom* is that they were being they were practically be arms dealers with yeah. dinosaurs.
1: Oh, man. And then. I'm sorry. So here's the other thing that took me out of the movie. And uh, this is not the. uh, This is. I'm going to partially blame the movie, but this is as much my fault as the movies. So the guy that. The the guy that is. Um, selling the dinosaurs. The Mm -hmm. guy with the. You know, the. He's not. I think he's actually British, but he doesn't have a British accent in the movie. Um, Eli Mills. The guy that's. The the bad guy. Yeah. Um, I spent the whole movie thinking that he was Tim from Jurassic Park, the original kid from the original movie. Oh. <laughs> Cuz he looks exactly like I would have imagined Tim to grow up looking. Hmm. And because I did not remember his name, I just went like immediately just went, "Oh, it's the kid from the first movie." And that was just in my mind the whole thing, hmm. just assuming. So as he's becoming more and more of a bad guy in the movie, my mind is exploding in what? my head. Oh because I'm like how did that kid get here how did I not hear how does the last jedi get a freaking remake campaign and no one's talking about the fact that the kid from Jurassic Park is now a dinosaur arms dealer how did i get 3 weeks into this movie being released oh, and never hear yeah. this thing <laughs> and then i'm like so and so disappointing. And, then they're, and then they and then they're doing this whole stupid storyline about the girl's mother and like, in my head, I'm like, oh, oh, it's his niece. It's the sister from Jurassic Park. That's going to be the mother. Or or even Laura Dern for some reason. It's going to turn out that James Cromwell, who's never been in any of these movies, is, <laughs> like, is going to turn out to be Laura Dern's father or something that we just didn't know that was his name or something like that. Or, like, I was waiting. And then they reveal the picture, and it's just a picture of the little girl because she's a—spoiler alert—she's a clone.
0: Clone! But here's the thing. <laughs>
1: Here's the thing, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Movies constantly use children to, like, as pictures of their parents as kids. So, like, if you take a picture and you go, oh, this is this girl's mother as a child, and you just used the kid actor as also the parent actor in that photo, like, that reveal meant nothing to me. Because it was, like, a picture of the same girl and the woman looked younger. And I went, I don't know what that means. Because... Oh, you already said she looks just like her mother. So why in my brain am I going to go, oh, my God, she's a clone. No, I'm going to go, oh, my God, she does look just like her mother. That doesn't mean anything. Like, <laughs> like come on. <laughs> you can't forget that movie tropes exist.
0: <laughs> I, so so I know Devin tweeted at you, but she comes on. And as soon as she comes on, he whispers in my ear, clone <laughs> and I and I got upset because I was like, well, yeah. That's how this movie goes. And I'm like, man, but cuz sh- there's that hide and seek scene, right? Right. And there's there's that moment where now here's where my brain is going. There's a, <laughs> there's there's a moment where it's like that fast can like runs by the camera moment and like right. freaks people out. So I was like, "Oh my god." This child is a shapeshifter and she can shapeshift into <laughs> dinosaurs. Or oh this my child, God. Has,
1: this child has dino DNA. Yeah, or something <laughs> like that. That's
0: where I'm at. That's where my brain is at. And I'm like, so like, in a sense, yeah, she's still a clone, but I'm thinking dinosaur clone? And then Devin whispers in my head <laughs> in my ear, clone, and I'm like, oh, I'm wrong. That's clearly right. Because oh. that's where this movie is definitely going. And the thing because is, that's why such wouldn't a, it? <laughs>
1: that's such a that's such an unused, untapped subplot to this movie. Like, so it bookends with with Ian Malcolm at the hearing talking about how they've messed with genetics, and they brought these things back, and what does that mean for, the, for, like, human being genetics? Like, he very, very quickly throws a line off, or someone does somewhere in that movie, throws yeah. off a line about it, and yeah. then it's like, oh, and this little girl's a clone. It means nothing to anything going on in this movie. <laughs> like, the fact that she is a clone does not mean anything.
0: <laughs> I mean, I guess <laughs> because... it means that there's a potential... There, I mean, like, it means if we can make yeah, dinosaurs. It means, it means of course, we can make clones.
1: Yeah, it means like oh, I guess in Jurassic World three there will be clones to deal with. Maybe like that doesn't oh even—I don't even God. know why that's a problem, <laughs> right? Like, what does that even mean? That doesn't mean it doesn't—it has nothing to do with that. Why they're selling the dinosaurs? It has nothing to do with like it has—it does it has nothing to do with like any sort of major reveal for any characters. It's just like oh, we needed an excuse for James Cromwell to have a granddaughter and would. Because it's Jurassic World, we decided it was a clone instead of just a granddaughter.
0: It (laughs) it will be – I want so badly for the next one to be about human – humanoid dinosaurs because nightmare fuel.
1: Well, what's really interesting, so here (laughs) – Yeah. Here's this weird Here's this weird through line that does go from Jurassic Park to Fallen Kingdom. The one through line that seems to exist through all of them is the raptors are getting smarter every movie. Yeah. It's like the whole thing. Like mm-hmm. Jurassic Park 3 for the 99% of the world population that didn't see that movie is all about they go back to the island from Lost World. Not even the one from Jurassic Park. But Sam Neill goes back to the island from Lost World. Um... Because uh, William H Macy and Tia Leone's son was like um, paragliding out there and landed on the island when he wasn't supposed to, and now he's trapped on an island with dinosaurs. Oh. And so they tricked Sam Neill to come to the to come to the island. The thing is, like that they make a joke out of the fact that they they tricked Sam Neill because they thought he'd been there before, and they were like, no. I was at Jurassic Park on the other island. This is a different (laughs) island, and some guy just goes, "Wait, we've got two islands with dinosaurs in this place. What are we crazy?" (laughs) Yeah, because the whole the whole story to Lost World is that there was a second island that they used as like a hatchery, basically, as like a natural habitat hatchery. Yeah. Yeah. So, so they go back. So they think that they're taking Sam Neill to an island he's he's been to and he's never been there before. Uh, That's great. Jurassic Park three is a very weird comedy of a movie. But and then of course, while they're there, they also learned that like the dinosaurs that have been living there now completely un you know, unmolested by man are evolving and there's new species and of course there's smarter raptors on this island. (laughs) And so then you get to Jurassic World and he's trained blue because blue is significantly smarter than any raptor. Mm -hmm. And now it's we've created an even smarter one with the Indominus DNA and all this stuff. Oh my god. That's like the weird, a weird, weird through line to go with these. They're the Jason. Of this franchise.
0: <laughs> I, yeah, I just, and I love that. I love, and I'm going to say it again, I the fact that I love Blue, because she is just, I like that she's kind of a hero in a sense too, but she, at the end of the day, she's still a fucking dinosaur. She's also like,
1: like bratty. She's also yeah, like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not. Yeah. Sorry, I'm not staying with you. Yeah. You, you left me on that island, and I'm mad at you.
0: Exactly. Like it's just that scene where he's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna act weak now, um, and the one attacks him, and mm. then, and then he acts weak in front of Blue, and she goes. Oh, Oh, I will cry just thinking of it. <laughs> and she just like walks up to him and like starts to control it's like, Oh my god, I don't want you to do anything bad, but you're still a dinosaur and it's like it wouldn't it's not necessarily your fault. Like that's in your blood. You're you know, like you're just a very with- smart
1: you're a very smart dumb animal <laughs> exactly. is what you like. <laughs> like like we're
0: messing with your your life. And stuff because that's what we do. Just, I don't want her to get hurt.
1: Oh, but man. She's gonna. I, yeah. Oh, I'm God. I'm
0: going to cry.
1: Uh, but it's okay because now we apparently just live in a world with dinosaurs where dinosaurs yell at lions or yell at neighborhoods or <laughs> yell at. <laughs>
0: Hey, you know. I just
1: love that that last scene is just here's a series of dinosaurs yelling at things just <laughs> just in case you didn't get the point, but they're out there.
0: The best part <laughs> about that whole thing is is what's it, Ian Ian being like, yeah. welcome to Jurassic World." And Which I'm was, like, I, Fuck oh my god, you movie. <laughs> they're
1: so bad at final <laughs> lines. Up. They're so bad at them, especially because they put that in every trailer. Exactly.
0: Oh my God! I and mean, I, I started laughing. I'm like, yeah, of of course, like of course that was gonna happen. But what the hell?
1: Oh <laughs> like, man!
0: Jeez, um, yeah, ridiculous. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, well, let's see. I have, I mean, have you done anything? What else have you done this week? So, it's all been me. This has all been me.
0: Yeah, it's so. fine though because we did similar things. We both saw Ant Man and the Wasp. I mean, we've both now have seen Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. So it makes sense. And we had the purge. It's fine. It's okay, Zach, that it was all you. <laughs> um, I do have something. I kind of want to... I, I mean, I, my stuff can wait. My stuff is forever... It, it's, you know, it's continuing. Um, Except for one thing. But whatever. It doesn't have to come up today. <laughs> but um, I wanted to talk about the Zia line. Ooh. That got cut.
1: Yes. Because now that we've both seen that. Now that and... we've both seen it. Um, yes.
0: And I, and I like wanted to talk about it for so long, but you hadn't seen the movie. Right. Have you read anything about?
1: Yes. Yeah. You, I know so the line. Know the I know. Line. Yeah. I know the line. I know all about it. I yes. actually very much agree with, uh, and Devin's analysis that it was so bad. It did not deserve to be in that movie. Exactly. Um, it's I mean, just... and I also, I also do believe in the idea that, like, we need. I mean, if we need that clunky stepping stone to get things in, that's fine. That line was not the clunky stepping no, stone. We no, no, I'm and fine with that. They,
0: they, they explained for anyone who does not know, um, it's possible that you don't know Zia's character, quote unquote, because she still can be, was supposed to be, gay. And they had a line. And quite frankly,
1: the high waisted jeans and that T-shirt. She was gay. But... Yes, exactly.
0: <laughs> but here's the thing: it does not add or take away from her character. I. She's still that a badass in my eyes. She's still a badass who is is fucking smart and can hold her own. I mean, and and does not give a shit about anything because that scene where they the military guy shoot Chris Pratt to make oh, him yeah. go and limp. Oh, yeah, she just takes the gun. she, just, she just takes the gun. She does not know this guy. And yet she's still like, no, I'm going to protect him because what the hell is wrong with you? Like, yeah. she's so good. And her being gay does not, it, it doesn't, it would matter because I do think that there needs to be representation f- f- in movies. And it hasn't been, like, there hasn't, been a really good one lately. Right. And um, especially when
1: you look at at uh, Jurassic World and then Fallen Kingdom and you look at just how ham-fisted the relationship exactly, between yeah. between the um, Bryce Dallas Howard and and Chris Pratt are. Can you tell? I just didn't bother learning their names. I think I figured out his name was Owen at like <laughs> Owen. 20 yeah. minutes left of the movie. Uh, <laughs> um, but like how ham-fisted that is, there's a part of me that's like, if you're gonna ham-fist that in, go ahead and ham-fist in that she's gay. Yes. Or take out both because this movie doesn't need a romance no,
0: angle it's dinosaurs <laughs> dinosaurs in action I don't need to see people falling in love or anything like that but so yeah <laughs> and the so, line is if it was in the movie it would be straight up pandering because they were like we we need we need to we need to try and put some gay representation in in this film but but, but we're that's going not the to way you're it. Gonna do it
1: no and like... so so if anybody that doesn't know the line the paraphrase line basically is that at some point she was going to look chris and chris pratt up and down and go i'm gay but you're attractive so i'd hit exactly. that basically yeah. and as as devin eloquently put this i even shouted him out on twitter for this i think it's great that he came up with this this um analysis of it to take her sexuality And be like, hey, look, we have a lesbian character, Mm -hmm. but it's entirely given through a line based on a heterosexual reading of Chris Pratt is not like that's beyond clunky. That's not even a clunky way to do that. That's not even like that's not even like she spent half the movie making reference, making weird references to a vague girlfriend in Canada. Clunky. Like, (laughs) like, oh, man.
0: And and the scene where it would have happened is not the place for it. It makes Do we know work. where that would have yep. happened? So actually, it, I
1: actually it, didn't read that. Yeah. So. Okay.
0: So so you, 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 you when when Zia and Owen go off and oh, oh. what
1: we got crackly again, but that might have been me. Oh no. No, oh, we're good. Okay. Keep cool. Going.
0: Um, when Zia and Owen go off with the mercenaries, is what she calls them. Um, it, it was supposed to happen while they're in the back of that van.
1: Supposedly.
0: Oh, God. Yeah. Yep.
1: That super romantic yeah. scene where nothing else important mm-hmm. is happening. Where
0: where she and where she and and Owen were supposed to like go and find Blue, that's when it was supposed to happen. That is not no, no,
1: no. no. Not
0: the place for it. And it would have been you, you mentioned that like it the vague girlfriend in Canada scene. That would have been better.
1: She like, could have even said, like, in the, in the scene where you're introducing them, where she's yeah. got the line about being a paleo mm-hmm. vet but never seen a dinosaur, which I'm actually going to go – no, no, we can't ha- have this conversation again. we're going to have this conversation because I figured out a way to make that work in my head oh, as a headcanon. Oh, thank God. So I'm going to tell you that in a second. But that's the scene where you have it, where her yes. and Franklin, where you're introducing her and Franklin, and she's making fun of him for just being the guy that puts plugs in things. Mm-hmm. And like, when they say, oh, like, when when at some point in that scene where – or somewhere, Bryce Dallas Howard says, "Hey, we're gonna go to the island." At some point, like, just have her say, "Oh God, my girlfriend's gonna be pissed," or that something. That is exactly. That's, that's, that's what I line.
0: said. That's what I said. I was <laughs> like, "Here's how you write that in." Um, I don't know. Give me, give me a girl's name. <laughs>
1: uh oh God, I've forgotten every woman's name in existence.
0: Oh wow. Okay, I'm gonna go with Teresa. Da- Teresa, cool. There we go. All right. Here's how it happens. They're running. They're hiding from a dinosaur. Zia just goes god damn it teresa's going to kill me you have yes. franklin go who is teresa and then you have sam go she's my fiance she would be pissed if i died today you know how much time she's she's worked on planning our wedding like yeah. that that's how you integrate it something you had simple, you had 8 lines like, of franklin it.
1: going i hope i don't see a t rex exactly. you could not put one line in there <laughs> exactly
0: and like i think back to Okay, Deadpool 2, right? Negasonic Teenage Warhead, right? Revealing that she was gay was perfect. It was done perfectly, and it it was just normal, which is what is needed in this world. Right. You know? She just shows up. She has a girlfriend. There we go. And (laughs) and, and nothing, like, there's a joke that's made, but it's not, and he... Deadpool. Well, Wade even makes a thing of, yeah. It's not because you're gay. It's just I can't believe someone is dating you. Pretty much. So it's right. like it's that's the way you. You just need to. It's normal. And honestly, it's a with, normal with Zia, thing. And with so Zia, make that, it normal. that type a normal of thing.
1: thing. And with Zia, that same type of joke works because she's such kind of like a. She's kind of a jerk exactly. through most of that movie. For exactly. Franklin to be like, someone is engaged to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. It's just. Oh. It's just. It. I feel like that kind of line shows that you don't, you don't, maybe you don't feel that this is a normal, being you're, gay you're is a your, normal you're, thing in You're in, the in world. your
1: own like, mindset. <laughs> you're in your own mindset. You're still normalizing it to yourself, exactly. let alone other you're, people. You're yeah. still,
0: you're still bringing in that heterosexual side of it because you're not comfortable with how the right. world works. And right. that's upsetting.
1: Now, I'm going to tell you how the world of Jurassic World worked and how her whole paleo vet thing works in my head. Because I think I'm I figured so out happy. how to make this work. <laughs> this is the type of obsessive thinking I do where I was like, no, I'm going to make this headcanon work if it kills me. Because
0: so, I want it to work.
1: <laughs> you would say, I mean, let's take a look here. How, how old did you say Zia is? 28, 27? I in there? Yeah, around Four? there. So, like you figure – Okay, so you got to figure – in Jurassic World, which was 2015, they even say it in the movie, 25-ish, 24-ish, yeah. somewhere in that age, yeah. right about the age that someone is getting a PhD if they're kind of going whole hog on it and mm-hmm. getting their thing, right about the time that you, you would be graduating with a PhD of some kind, or in the middle of getting one, in the process of getting a PhD. So, she is in the program to get a paleo vet PhD. Say she's supposed to go to Jurassic World to do some sort of practical use with that and then jurassic world happens yep and so it cuts off her ability to actually go in because obviously no one is going to the island so it cuts off her ability to actually go and see an actual dinosaur and finish this and so her phd largely gets finished on theoretical work or like like you know papers and videos or something Mm -hmm. so it's fine that she hasn't seen a dinosaur. Because, you know, again, as Devin and Sejan brought up, like why like they exist in a world with dinosaurs. How would she not seen it? Well, they're all cordoned off on an island. True. I yes. can live with the idea that she has never seen a dinosaur. What I wish had happened was that later on when she's doing the surgery, they had again one line where someone was like, Are you good with this? And she's like, Well, I saw it on a video once. Yeah. Like they, the thing was that the thing that made me most mad about the paleo vet I've never seen a dinosaur line is that it doesn't
0: It's not explained. It comes it's out not of even nowhere. That is,
1: not even that. It doesn't mean anything. It didn't need to be in there. The only scene where that seems to have any weight to it is when they first show up to the island and they see the, the Brontosaurus in the park and she freaks out. But after that, she might as well have been working with next to dinosaurs her whole life for how comfortable she is with the whole situation. Yeah,
0: that's true. That
1: like like that was my thing was that like if you're gonna do that lean into it and make it so that she's nervous like especially with blue because it's she's so important to to owen exactly but like the idea that they like they had that line they followed it up with one two second sequence with the protosaurus and then it never mattered again like yeah. that's the thing that made me most mad about it but i can in my head be like okay yeah so jurassic world happened sense. and she she couldn't she couldn't do the practical side of her phd i get that i just wish they had said it. <laughs> like, oh,
0: yeah, no, totally. And, I, and I, think you, I, I think you just sums up Lost World, Fallen Kingdom in that all you guys needed were were certain lines to make your movie better, and they were either... It's the, the
1: storyline problem that we yeah. talked about with Last Jedi. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that they do, and they kind of expect you to roll with it exactly. without really any sort of emotional like,
0: follow-up. Last Jedi and... Um, Fallen Kingdom, I hate it, and I maybe this is like what movies are trying to do now, but it's like even even Suicide Squad. Okay, bringing up Suicide Squad, which I love. But anyways,
1: oh, it, we're gonna have to talk it about it that makes, someday. Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited,
0: <laughs> talk excited about a movie. for that talk conversation. About a movie that looks
1: like you're just watching something on USA. Uh- <laughs> hey, hey,
0: hey, I love it. We're not having this conversation now. Uh, That's definitely (laughs) next week. week. (laughs) That's definitely next week. Um, So stay tuned. Anyways, it's it's that these movies, clearly the deleted scenes are where the things that I want to see and what it sounds like you want to see are living, but we can't see those unless we buy the DVD or wait for someone to rip it and put it onto YouTube. Yeah. Some and sort it's of like, un,
1: some sort of unedited oh, cut or unrated exactly. cut or something like that. Yeah.
0: Because there are, you know, people bring up the Joker scenes from Suicide Squad that should have been in the movie and then were cut. I just feel like Fallen Kingdom had these really nice, like, story-explaining elements.
1: Yeah, and when they and, were cutting it down for time, they were, they were, it were like, down. yeah.
0: They were like, "Well, people, people will get it."
1: Eh, yeah, and I think it's especially
0: but it won't be good.
1: (laughs) It's a weird version of, especially when you're talking about franchises that are based on nostalgia at this point, Mm. like Fallen Kingdom especially, and just like Jurassic World as those two movies are so based on the idea that you love Jurassic Park so much that that's that's like what they're riding on. And so what they're doing is they're like focusing on the stuff that for 30 years everybody kind of talked about with Jurassic Park, but they forgot what the actual movie was. So like the romance angle is because Sam Neill and Laura Dern have this great chemistry in Jurassic Park and you can tell that they're probably going to go off and be together that is not a storyline in Jurassic Park they're not actually they're not actually like falling all over each other and waiting to kiss each other and all this other stuff there's just they just have good chemistry it's the um it's the x-files syndrome for for in moonlight for moonlighting was actually will they won't they but (laughs) x-files x-files like going into like TV crime drama and like to bones and stuff like that where it's like oh there was great chemistry between David Duchovny and Gillian Anderson and we loved seeing them almost get together toward the end and so when the next shows came along it was hey let's have a will they won't they angle and will they get together or not even though that was not the actual thing that people were excited about yeah exactly <laughs> they were just excited to have two people with good chemistry working together <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah totally. so and i think a lot of people remember the T-Rex scene from Jurassic Park and so they were like hey let's make Everything about like the dinosaur sneaking up and attacking. Like every scene is the dinosaur sneaking up and attacking now. Yeah. Ugh.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, you're not wrong. <laughs>
1: <laughs> We're gonna keep fixing movies if it kills us.
0: Seriously.
1: <laughs> uh.
0: We could start a whole other podcast if there's that.
1: Uh, that would get so negative at some point.
0: I know. I know.
1: The only other movie I can the only other movie I ever really want to fix is Return of the Jedi. And that's only because I want to get rid of the damn Ewoks.
0: <laughs> I think a lot of people want to get rid I would of the replace, Ewoks. In a heartbeat in a heartbeat,
1: I would replace the Ewoks with like a exiled tribe of Wookiees. And then the rest of the movie doesn't have to change and oh, it would be shit. perfect.
0: Oh, wow. yeah, right? Wow. Right? Yeah. I don't even wow. Dude, <laughs> we really do fix we really I do fix this, movies I here on the Save Report Junior. <laughs> uh,
1: okay, I think that's um, going to do it this week And then we'll get into some more next week I know you've got some stuff you're excited to talk about Oh yeah um, And now apparently we have to fight about Suicide Squad Oh, I can't wait I can't,
0: <laughs> I can't wait, Zach that uh, wait Because I am prepared For that uh, one
1: th- you can find Say Report Junior on YouTube now. Just search Stay Report Junior, and hopefully the channel comes up in the search. At least yeah. one of our videos, well, it's hard to tell. YouTube's whole algorithm is screwed, um, but we're there. Subscribe. You, you get all of our episodes. Um, like and subscribe. We're up to <laughs> smash that like smash button. Smash like that like button. Um, Jesus. We're up to the first part of our E3 coverage. Is up there. I'm currently staring at our um 225,000 frame render of the second part to that um, which means nothing if you don't know anything about making a video but still it's a 2 hour video it's taking some time but that should be up tonight um and then i fell behind but by the end of the week we should be up we should be caught up cuz the next 3 episodes after that are you know shorter so uh other than that you can also find us on twitter at Say Report junior uh you can find us individually i'm at zerwiski
0: And I am at Dale's Brain. Uh, Yeah. And look forward for next week where we will maybe be fighting over Suicide Squad.
1: Oh, it's going to be like a DC-centric episode next week, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There we go. I'm I'm
0: really excited because I'm not even that big of a DC fan. But when I am... Oh where am I. <laughs> it's uh, good.
1: So there's your there's your teaser for next week, everybody. Um and with that, I think we'll just throw it to Liz unless there's anything else. No, that's good. Let's throw it to Liz. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you have something else? No.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh okay. Thank you for listening to the Say Report with your hosts Dale Decker and Zach Sarawick. Please follow the guys on Twitter and Facebook by searching for the Say Report you can always subscribe on your podcast channel so this is delivered straight to you and you can enjoy it every week. With apologies to your mother, we'll see you next time.